0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where, as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. I hope I've made the argument effectively that the poor and middle class really have a very low financial IQ, and it's the fault of our educational system that high school and college teaches nothing about building wealth. It just teaches you how to get a job. And But the good news is it does a good job of that. You know, it works for what it's designed for. The problem is that after high school or college, 70% of people never read a nonfiction book. So if they didn't learn about wealth in college, if they didn't learn about wealth in high school, and they're not reading, guess what? They're never going to learn it. It's just not going to happen. So that's why people listen to this show. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program where we teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income. This is everything from single-family homes to apartment complexes, self-storage, senior living, anything that produces cash flow for our students. We're buying it. What I want to do today is go straight into answering some emailed questions. I got some really good ones, and I answered them already by email, but I want to answer them live on the air. One, this first one I did not answer yet because I just got it. Um, This is an interesting question. I'm going to leave it anonymous because this individual has a very unique name very pretty, but I'm not going to use it because it would give her away, I believe. But it's a situation where she and her husband, they've been married for 20 years. They're still together. They've raised their kids. Their kids are gone. And they have a house paid in full. But it's always been their dream to have a different house. I won't say bigger because I'm not sure. I would assume, you know, they want a bigger, kind of their dream home. And they've asked me the question, should we do this? They're headed into their 60s. Should they buy their dream home? Well, the first thing that you have to understand is that, and I think she does, because she never calls it an asset. You have to realize that your home is a liability more than it is an asset. It is a liability in that assets put money in your pocket every month. Liabilities take money out of your pocket every month. So what is your home? It's a liability. And the bigger home you have, the bigger liability you have. Higher insurance, higher taxes, higher maintenance costs. They don't seem to have any second stream of income yet, and they're moving into their 60s. So why do I say this is a tough question? For me, it's because they're moving into their 60s. And she even asked the question, if not now, when? When are we going to ever get our dream home? Well, my recommendation is this. You don't have a second stream of income yet, and you're headed into your 60s. This is... Unfortunately for your bigger home is the time to focus on building that second stream of income, not buying a bigger liability. Yet, like I said, I'm torn because if not now, when? I think that you need to focus, Anonymous, on your second stream of income More so than really anybody because you're headed into your 60s. If you haven't started building a second stream of income by that time, you're behind the eight ball unless you want to work till you're 75 or work till you die. And unfortunately, not everybody can even do that health wise, mentally. Not everybody can work till the day they die. So you're running a huge risk. By taking on a bigger liability, another home, a bigger home, I should say. And not doing anything to prepare, prepare for retirement. So as hard as this is to take, you need to let that house go for now. And take the money that you have. And either invest actively in single family or passively into apartments, senior living, and things like that. And generate a second stream of income that will pay for the bigger house. This is one thing that I talk about quite a bit, how the poor in the middle class have a tendency to buy toys first. And their idea is, let me go ahead and buy the nice car, buy the nice house, and I'll have it. And then with the money left over, I'll save and buy income-producing assets. The problem is, it never happens. Because you bought the more expensive car, because you bought the more expensive home, there is no money left over at the end of the month to save to buy income-producing assets. So anonymous I really believe you should bite the bullet, put off the instantaneous gratification of buying the bigger house, and start focusing on what's truly important, and that is your second stream of income. You have enough money to build a pretty good chunk of income, and then... I also think you may find out that you don't want that bigger house based off of a couple of things you said. Okay, let me see if there's anything else here. No. Yeah. And her, fi- her final question is, how can you help me buy additional properties? Well, that's what we do at Total Wealth Academy. People come here first to learn what the rich are teaching their kids that the poor and middle class cannot. Second thing, priority here, is we help people get past the fears associated with investing in real estate, with investing and building that second stream of income. I mean, if you really look what a mentor does, a mentor is there for you to call and go, look, I'm scared of this, I'm worried about this, I don't know if I should take the next step. And then your mentor goes, yes, do it, and here's why you shouldn't be afraid of it. That's all we do is help people overcome fears. So anonymous, yes, if you join up, I can help you get past those fears because, again, that's what we do. That's our main mission. And I think you've got to really focus on thinking like a millionaire and not like the poor and middle class and go out and buy a bigger toy. Okay, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. We'll talk more after the break here on KSEV. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Uh, Phone lines are open. If you've got a question about anything to do with investing in real estate and building wealth for yourself and your family with real estate, uh, give me a buzz at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or you can email me, it's Steve at... TotalWealthAcademy.com, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, and I'll answer your question live on the air. If I run out of time, I'll email you the answer. But one way or the other, you'll get your answer. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. The next question that I got this morning, I believe the guy's name was Chris. I already emailed him the answer, was can you explain the difference between between a real estate investment trust, a REIT, and what you do at Total Wealth Academy. Well, first off, let's come up with a name. It's called a syndication. A syndication is where one member of Total Wealth Academy is the general partner, and the other members of Total Wealth Academy put up the money for the deal. They're called the limited partners. The limited partners do zero work. They just put up the money. The general partner does all the work. And the passives, or the limited partners, primarily referred to on this show as passive investors, again, they do nothing except get their check every quarter and so on. So what's the difference? Now, this is a fun question for me. Because I am not a hateful guy, but I hate REITs. REITs are no better than stocks. And that's why the rate of return on these REITs is down there about the same as stocks, 7.5% over the last 75 years. That's the average. The other problem with REITs is they are incompetent, they overpay, and they make all these fees up front, the REITs get rich, and their investors barely keep up with inflation. How do I know this? because our members have sold property to REITs. We know what they do. We know that they overpay for property. We know that they're incompetent. An example I'll give you is one of our members, John, bought, uh, well, he's bought, you know, 13, 14 self-storage facilities. But five of them came under the watchful eye of a REIT. He wasn't going to sell them. They weren't for sale. They weren't on the market. He just ran into this REIT at a networking event. And they go, look, you got any your properties for sale? He jokingly threw out a price, which was full price. He said, shoot, yeah, any of my properties are for sale. And he threw out a price. A ridiculously high price. The REIT bottom. There's your investment, people. They're going out and paying full price for properties and above, and... You have to wait 20 years for that thing to double in value, and it will, I get that. But 20 years of your life is gone, and you're still only making 3, 4, 5, maybe 7% rate of return. It's, I hate them because they. So many people are deceived. They're like, oh, it's a real estate investment. It's really not. It's speculation, just like stocks. When you buy real estate at full price and wait for it to go up in value, you're a speculator, not an investor. Now, why do the REITs do it? Something that dumb. It's because they're flow investors. And as I understand it, they go out, they raise $1 billion from you guys. They're under high pressure to go out and buy real estate quickly to get that billion dollars working. So they buy what? The first thing they can get their hands on and they pay full price or above. We, on the other hand, are under no pressure to do deals, no pressure to move quickly, allowing us to pick the right deals. The most recent apartment complex that we bought, I think it was a little under 200 units, we bought over $2 million below its value. In other words, the day that we closed that property, our net worth went up $2 million. We're able to cherry-pick deals. We go slow, at our own pace, analyze and underwrite the deals properly, taking our time doing it, and we don't buy everything that we can get our hands on. Only the right deals. Now how does this translate to you as the investor if you were a passive investor in these deals? You would make three or more times the rate of return that you would get with a REIT. REITs are useless they make their money off of upfront fees, and their investors don't make money for literally 20 years. They make a little bit, but it barely keeps up with inflation, and it's not keeping up with inflation right now. But that'll change. So, REITs are not real estate investors, they're incompetent, they're mismanaged. And they are speculators, not investors. We are investors. That's why we get three times the rate of return the REITs get, and we're making money the day we close the deal because we buy them way below market value. They're paying full market value and, in some cases, more. So, if you thought investing with REITs was a good idea, it's not. It's a bad idea. Again, they're speculators, not investors. So watch yourself. I hope that's clear what the difference is between a syndication and a REIT. If not, give me a call, 281-558-5738, 281 281- Five five eight, K S E V, or email me. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com dot com. Steve at Total dot Okay, let's go to the next. Oh, we got to get a break. When we come back, I'll answer some more emailed questions here on the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. The rich teach their kids differently than the poor and middle class. We are teaching our students what the rich teach their kids. Learn why saving your way to retirement doesn't work and how to build a second stream of income that comes in for the rest of your life. This allows you to retire at any age and simply enjoy more of your life with peace of mind about your financial future. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we are answering listener questions. These are by email, but the phone lines are open. If you've got a question for me, give me a buzz, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com investor special hmm oh i see you're trying to sell a deal um this is not i can't sell a deal for you i'll leave you anonymous um i will say that this does look like a deal our members would do but you need to be a member up here you need to get to know the other members, build your buyer's list, and so on. If you don't have a buyer for this, Anonymous, it's probably because you don't have a buyer's list. That means you're doing your wholesaling incorrectly. You always build your buyer's list first. Then you look for deals. It looks like you're finding deals, and you don't even have a buyer's list. That's not very effective. So, yeah, join up here build your buyers list and then you can sell the deals to the members of Total Wealth Academy. righty next one. Johnny this is this is a big question um, you've got 20 I'm sorry 70 units. And what is this? Oh, it's condos, and you're thinking about converting it to an apartment complex. Interesting. Um, If you've got somebody that's willing to do that, yeah, that's not a bad idea. It's not a great idea because there's really no reason to convert it, Um, and you're going to get more value per, per unit out of a condo than you are an apartment complex. This doesn't make much sense, really. Now, what I would do, Johnny, I would run the thing. If you control all 70 units, I would run it like an apartment complex. But I certainly wouldn't convert it to an apartment complex. Now, the reverse happens quite often. People take an apartment complex and convert it to condos. But I've never seen this. Um, I don't think I like this idea at all. But I have to admit, I don't have much experience with it. So maybe there is some reason to do it. I can't think of one. I would just keep control of the 70 units. You're running the HOA because you own all 70 units. Yeah, I wouldn't convert it to an apartment complex at all. Not based off these numbers. All right, hope that helps, Johnny. I'll email you make sure that that's the answer you needed. Phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281 281- Five five eight K S E V. You can also email me at steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Okay, Ryan, you're asking about when you should show property that you have for lease, single family. Ryan, do not show the property every time somebody calls. Always set up. Here's what I do. I use Thursday evening. Saturday morning. In other words, when a prospect calls me and I screen them over the phone to determine if they're qualified and if this property fits their needs, as soon as I verify those two things I then say, great, I'm going to show it Thursday evening at 6 or Saturday morning at 9. Which of those works for you? And they choose. There's a couple of things this does. The first one is it puts pressure on them once they arrive to sign the lease and fill out the application. Why? If they go through the house and they like it and they're serious and another family shows up, guess what? They know that other family might take the deal. So it puts pressure on them to come to you and say, no, we want the house. We want to fill out the application and give you our application deposit. It helps you sell the deal. The second thing is for safety. Do not go show houses by yourself at all times of the day. You want to have two times. It can be any Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Saturday, whatever. But pick two times that you're going to show the house. Set all your appointments for those two times. And that will keep you safe because you got multiple people coming to the house at the same time. All right. Let me see if there's any other question here. Nope. I think that's it, Ryan. Hope that helped. Okay. Phone lines are open. 281-558-5738. 281-558-KSEV. Or email me. It's steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. All right, let's see what this next one is. Jorge. Hmm. He's talking about what questions you should ask a syndicator Before investing with them, I've got a four-page document for my members that explains that, Jorge. I can't explain that on the radio because it is so lengthy. Um, But yes, our members have a four-page document. They don't need to ask every question every time. But it's four pages of questions to ask. So our... Limited partners, the passive investors, are highly educated at what they're supposed to ask the syndicators. I think that's your question. I'll email you to verify. Okay, let's go to the next question. Wholesalers list. Ray is asking if he joins Total Wealth Academy, do we have a wholesaler list? We have a list of the big box wholesalers, all the giant companies that are wholesalers, but we do not have the little wholesalers. And I'm going to be very straightforward, Ray. You're going to find just as many deals from the little wholesalers as you find from the big ones. So you want both lists. But the way that you get that second list is by being at the monthly events at Total Wealth Academy and meeting as many wholesalers as you can at those events. Um, It should take you about, I don't know, two, three months to build a list of around 40 wholesalers, I would estimate. Hope that helps. Phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Or email me, it's steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay, this is from Alicia. Okay, how do you manage single family properties? How do I manage them? I manage them myself. I don't use a third party. I have yet to see a third party management company. I I know some good ones, but I do not know, and I'm sorry, I don't want to insult anybody, but nobody is is as good as the owner. The person who actually owns the property and cares about it is always better than a third party. So when it comes to single family, up to about 30, 40 units, run them yourself. Once you get above that, look at a property management company. Um, I don't think it takes more than about 10 hours a month to run 40 houses because I ran 20 in under six hours. So it's not going to double. And now you're asking... How do you manage your apartment complexes? I hire staff. I have employees that run those. Employees. I do not hire third party. There are some great third party. And some of the members do use a third party to manage their apartment complexes. I do not. Hope that helps. Okay, let's see. (laughs) <laughs> Noah, you're thinking of uh leasing to one of your faculty members at your college? Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not an ethical question. It's a could turn into something really nasty question. Um, do not lease to one of your teachers or professors. That is not a good idea. Because if you have to evict them because they don't pay the rent or they destroy the property, they could take it out on you. I know that's not supposed to be the way it is, but it's just not worth taking that risk, Noah. Go find a regular tenant. Do not lease to a faculty member from the university that you're enrolled in. Okay. All right, let's look at this one. Peter... Is looking for a wholesaling, coaching, and accountability group. That's us, uh, Peter. Go to totalwealthacademy.com, click on the free sample class, and come check us out. But yeah, that's what we do. All right, phone lines are open: two eight one five five eight five seven three eight two eight one five five eight K S E V. Or email me, it's steve, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. This next question is asking me, if they'd like to be my property manager. The answer is, I'm sorry, as I mentioned before, I don't use property managers. Um, I hire employees to run my apartments, my single family I run myself. All right, got to go to break. We'll talk more after the break and answer more questions from you. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. Please don't worry about the ups and downs. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You will get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Let's go to the phone lines where Travis is on hold in Houston. Uh, Travis, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you today? Hey, man, I'm pretty good. Thanks for for listening to me. My my pleasure. How can I help? Oh, man, um, I'm just... Pretty young, just trying to get my hands on some assets in the real estate game. Mm -hmm. And um, I just wanted to know uh, the best way I was going to get started with the business credit. But I was going to see the best way to get into, you know, house flipping and, you know, things like that. uh, If you have some advice for me so I don't go in there and get messed up by some uh, agents or anything. What do you mean business credit? you already have a business and it has some credit or no, I was going to establish, um, business credit, get an EIN number and all of that good stuff. Yeah. You don't really need any of that to do single family. Uh, you can do it all in your name. And the truth is the banks are going to want you to do it in your name when it's single family as a rule. So the key to it is get yourself educated, learn the business model then get out there and locate deals and uh, I will tell you this you have got to have a job you've got to have good credit by good credit we're looking at really 620 and up as far as a credit score to be able to do the style deals that we're doing now be aware if you got a 680 or higher man the sky's the limit there's any and 700 and up. It's just crazy. You can do anything you want. So go get educated. Come see us. Uh, we can teach you what to do. And then just get out there and do it, Travis. Man, I appreciate it. See you, man. Thank you. Thank you. You take care. Thank you. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Phone lines are open. 281-558-5738. 281 558 K S E V, or email me at Steve at total dot Steve at total dot I keep skidding. Okay, Abraham. This is a little over over my pay grade. Um, virtual wholesaling. I assume you're wholesaling to people outside of your state um, and you need a title company that can handle that. There are a lot of title companies, pretty much any title company that wants to can do remote closing. So I don't think you're going to have any problem. Find three different title companies in your area. Give all three of them a call. Find out what their fees are. Tell them exactly what you're doing, and I'd be willing to bet a large sum of money, all three of them are going to be willing to do it for you. One time I was in uh, Mexico and bought an apartment complex here in the United States. So that's not unusual at all, Abraham. I think any title company will be able to do that for you. Okay, let's go to the next question. Shane's asking, how much money do I need to have to be a passive investor? 70000 and up. 70000 and up. And that can be in an IRA, a 401k. It can be cash. It could be anywhere you can get a hold of it. But don't forget that you can use your IRA and 401k to buy and invest in real estate without tax or penalty, Shane. So if you got seventy thousand anywhere, you're qualified. Go to totalwealth.com, totalwealthacademy.com. Your first step is to check out the free sample class. Click that button for the free sample class and come on by. Okay, let's see what's the next question. Oh, somebody offering me a free webinar? No, thank you. Let's see, Miranda. Any success with cash for keys? Absolutely. I've been at this for 30 years. I've managed as many as 100 units at one time. And I've used cash for keys a dozen times because or more. I've never been to the courthouse for an eviction in 30 years. Cash for keys is a great way to do it. In other words, when somebody calls you up and they let you know that they can no longer pay their rent, you can spit and cuss all you want. It ain't going to help. When a person is legitimate and they need to move, I let them move. And I give them cash for keys, meaning I tell them, look, if you'll move out by the 20th and leave the property just like I gave it to you in all but perfect condition. I'll even give you your security deposit so you can go find a new place to rent. That works. I I personally have never had it not work. I uh, hear horror stories and people telling me it doesn't work. Always worked for me. So Miranda, yes, I think that does work. I've had good luck with it. Um, it certainly beats arguing with them or trying to you know squeeze blood out of a turnip, doesn't work. Get them out. Get it released to somebody who does want to live there and will pay the rent. It's always more effective than fighting somebody who doesn't want to be there. Okay. Phone lines are open, 281 558 281-558-KSEV. Huh, Julie, I'm not sure what this is, Julie. My home. (laughs) The. This is, yeah. I'm not going to say what's in this email. Other than. It's a scam. It is a scam. Um, It looks like just a company that's trying to get you to call them so they can get you on the phone and crush you, try to sell you something, and so on. So, yeah, it's a scam. I would not follow through with it. Stay away from it. All right, let's see what's next. Ooh, Ethan is running, it looks like, 478. It's hard to tell. Round 10 single-family rental properties. Doing very well. Question is, should I move to passive investing? I would need a little more information, Ethan. But as a rule, if you've got a 400 grand equity, which I would assume you do if you've got eight or ten rent houses, you really need to sell those and move to passive investing to get a higher rate of return. So, yeah, it's probably time based off of what's in your email. Yeah, there's over 10 houses. Yeah, Ethan, you should definitely look at passive investing. And yes, we cover that in my Saturday class. So um, go see the free sample class first. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com and click on the free sample class if you want to learn how to do that. But yeah, you've got... If half these things are paid off good lord, that's a lot of dead equity. That equity is not performing the way it should. You need to get rid of those houses and look at passive investing. Okay, let's go to the next email question. Anybody that's got a question and wants to call, the phone lines are open at 281- 558-5738. If you want to email me your question, it's steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Okay. (laughs) Jay, nine units, is this a good deal or not? It's really, I cannot analyze these deals on the show. However, um, these numbers don't look unreasonable. I'm still missing a few numbers, but if you get, I'm going to email you after the show. I'm going to tell you what numbers are missing so that you can evaluate this correctly. You cannot move forward on this deal with the information you have. You're missing several things. Um, So yeah, don't do anything. Until I email you back, Jay. Certainly don't write an offer on this until you do. Because you don't have enough information with which to value the property. Okay. We're at the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.